This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast. Hosted by Alec, Randy, and Xavier. Where we take a hypothetical look at the world around us. Exploring the what-ifs, maybes, and how-comes. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversation as we explore the world around us. Welcome back, everybody, to another podcast episode of Earth's Mysteries and Wonders. Today, we are looking at one of the longest theories and mysteries of the United States, and that is the Lost Colony of Roanoke. Uh, What do you guys know about the Lost Colony of Roanoke? It was in like the 1500s. That is true. People just disappeared. Magically. That, That is also true. Uh, yeah, Roanoke is a very interesting case study for a lot of historians because, like you said, uh, it was in the late 1500s. Uh, England was coming to try to establish a colony in uh, the United States to cut off the Spanish's uh, gold ships uh, as they were going back down to Spain. Uh, and on their third attempt, Sir Walter Rainley brought an actual like colony over instead of just set uh people to set up a base uh he had to leave in 15 i think it was 1587 he left to go help fight the spanish and get more supplies and then when he came back in 1590 the entire colony was gone uh and what makes it interesting is they weren't just gone it wasn't like their buildings were still standing and things like that all the buildings were had been torn down and uh, they were just missing. And when he left, he told them that if they were attacked by a Native American tribe to leave a cross in a circle on a tree. Uh, so he knew what happened to them. But all he found when he returned was the word, word croration in a tree. Croatoan. Uh, is it Krakatoa? I thought it was Croatian. I don't know. Krakatoa just sounds way cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he found that word in a tree, and no one uh, knows exactly what it means. Uh, it is believed to be a Native American tribe, uh, but it wasn't one of the ones that they had issues with at the time. So, uh, I know you guys did a little research as well as I did into this because it was fascinating, and we want to make sure that we had all the information we can. What do you guys think happened to the lost colony of Roanoke? Kind of hard to say. Yeah, uh, a lot of the theories seem plausible, and they all kind of just make sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, With the buildings and stuff being kind of just gone is weird. Like, it got, like, hard pillaged or something, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, a simulation, maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I think maybe the writing was letting them know like who, who took or who, who they went with, mm-hmm. you know, um, that would probably be the best guess or slaughtered and land claimed. Like that was a territory thing, you know, Krakatoan and then they just, <laughs> you know, tore down shit for supplies. So, which would be hard, but you know, yeah. people crazy, yeah. 1500, you know? Definitely a weird thing, you know, to have written, you know, found written in a tree, especially if it was like not what they had agreed upon at all. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder if it even had any relation to it at all. Um, but you know, being that we weren't there, who's to say what happened? But most likely, they were just conquered. 
See, yeah, I was gonna say the weird coincidence is that they wrote the name in the tree instead of mm. like like they were told to write the cross. Mm-hmm. And it's completely possible that they did put the cross there and then they finished off and wrote the rest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And used the cross as a tree. Yeah. Or they tore down the tree or something. Yeah. Uh for a long time I did because I've known about it for a while, uh just through reading and things like that. I did think assimilation was the most likely theory. Uh, but doing during the research for this, I uh, found out that the reason why assimilation isn't uh, considered to be the top theory is because uh, genealogists have found zero DNA linking to that colony. And they can do that because of like Sir Walter Rainley and other uh, people from England who were descendants of uh, the Roanoke people. And so they found zero uh DNA shared with Native American tribes from those people. Uh so like the assimilation for a lot of people gets thrown out. And there was there was 116 people. So if they got assimilated into other tribes, like that's a decent amount of people to uh change up the DNA of a Native American tribe. Uh so well, yeah, it's, the, thing, go ahead. the thing is is there's no relation to a Native American or Indian tribe in Krakatoa, isn't that nothing to do? Doesn't have like zero relation. I, I thought Croatian or Krakatoa or whatever it is. Uh, probably should have Google how it's uh, pronounced. Pronounced. Uh, yeah, no, it is. Uh, let's see. All they found in the previous small group of fifteen was. One skeleton, John White, reestablished good relations with the Krakatoan, but some Native Americans that the previous travelers has struggled with refused to meet with him. So it is a tribe. Okay. Uh, like I said, it just wasn't a tribe that they dealt with. Like, there was a tribe that they were afraid of that would come in and kill everybody, but it wasn't that tribe. That tribe, they just really didn't have any communication with, and they... Uh, weren't afraid of like them coming in and murdering. Mm. Oh yeah. Another real good theory that could support like why buildings were, you know, taken down and stuff was, uh, that they tried sailing back to Spain by themselves and they got caught up uh, on the way there. Lost at sea. Mm -hmm. So. And to be more specific, uh, so they found the word, uh, carved into a fence post and then in a tree they found the letter CRO carved into it. Like I said, all the buildings had been disassembled. Uh and so they believe the people had not been forced to leave in a hurry. Uh so yeah it's it's interesting. Uh but like I said this has been a topic of theory for a lot of years and uh while I was doing research for the episode I found eight theories that are uh popular theories about what happened to him. So we'll just go over them real fast uh, and talk about them and see what one we think is the most likely to actually have happened. Uh, sure. So the first one is, like I said, the most popular theory is the simulation. Uh, the theory is that the colonists were absorbed into local Indian population or captured as slaves. Um, it's stated that after... Uh, that they were forced to leave the Roanoke colony and they sought shelter with local Indian tribes. Uh, 
Apparently, there were many documented sightings of Europeans and their influence in the years following the disappearance of the settlers in uh, some of the Native American tribes. Uh, in 1969, a French uh, team left records of meeting blonde-haired, blue-eyed Indians uh, soon after their arrival along the Tar River. And then in 1907, John Larson wrote a book. Uh, sorry, 1709, John Larson wrote a book uh, describing the Croatians on Croatian Island who uh, claimed that they lived with the Roanoke Island and had white ancestors. So, yeah, that's the first one. And like I said, the DNA, uh, there are genealogists who say they can't find DNA to support that claim. But at the same time, it's possible that, that that thread died out very quickly because it would still be pretty, I would assume, pretty shunned upon inside the Native American culture to have that uh, foreign blood. Uh, but there are examples of other historians uh, acknowledging white features in Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely... I mean, if not, I mean, much like a lot of things in that time, um, when, yeah, that, that sounds really plausible. <laughs> <laughs> There's things that I want to say, I don't want to say it because it doesn't sound very good, but like it was really common in that, you know, time period that women and children were kind of taken into, mm-hmm. um, other civilizations rather than males or men and stuff like that. So, oh yeah. In all over the world. Uh, yeah. That yeah. All the time. And that's, and that's what I mean. So, um, it definitely would make sense for that to be the case there. And it, uh, especially with, uh, especially around that time with genetic diversity, uh, was still something being used, uh, because mm-hmm. it was so slim. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could definitely see a more advanced, not advanced tribe, but a more uh, culturally open tribe uh, allowing them to come in mm-hmm. and uh, be a part of it. Uh, and we'll get to more to that later on in one of the theories as well. Uh, in the so, so the second theory is the word creation uh, was found carved into the fence post, like we said. Um, Funnily enough, the Croatians actually later in time were known as the Hatteras Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting. Apparently, so this one is more of a sci-fi uh, paranormal uh, thing uh, because the word Croatian is also connected to other mysterious happenings over centuries. One including Edgar Allan Poe, who disappeared a short while before he died. And uh, when he was seen again, he was delirious in the final state of delirium before his death. Allegedly, one of the last words he said was uh, Kreatoan. So, apparently, it is a. Hold on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Imagine this man you ain't seen for years during. uh, He comes back and he's fucking crazy and he goes, Kreatoan. Or imagine the same scenario, except he goes Krakatoan right before he dies. Which one just sounds cool? <laughs> Which one just sounds more frightening? They're probably like, oh, no, no, he's, like, he's, like he's like, he's like, he's like, closer, closer. 
dope. Like, the fuck does that mean, Edgar Allan Poe? And then you have the other scenario was like, closer. And they're like, what? He's like, Crocodone. Like, oh my God, what kind of fucking witchcraft? You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's... <laughs> so it, it becomes a, this word is become a thing that uh, is interesting. So it was found in Amelia Earhart's journal. Uh, it was uh, the, a famous stagecoach, Robert Black Bart carved the word into a cell uh, before he was le- released from prison, and then he was never seen or heard from again. Uh, and then the last bed that horror writer Ambrose Bierce slept in before he disappeared in Mexico in 1913 also had the word carved in one of the posts. Like, so and then it was uh, written in the last page of a logbook of the ship Carol A. Deering, uh that crash near the island. Uh, it, remember that boat we were, I was telling you about in the Bermuda Triangle that lost all of its uh, people, people. Yeah. and all the ships, it's that ship and all the what? plates were still set and everything. Yeah, it's that ship that went missing and they ended up, when they found it, it was near uh, Roanoke Island in the Croatian Islands and it was in its, one of its last posts in its logbook. It's it. It's confirmed they're the Illuminati. Like, right? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to... I, I looked up how to say it, so I'm about to read it back, say it back after she tells me how to say it. Are okay. y'all ready for this? Speak. No, pre- I don't want to practice. You, you, you say it for me. Croatoan. Oh! K-R-O-W-U-H Toan. Croatoan. Growing. Yeah, but like growing. that's part that's part <laughs> of the thing, right? Like if you say it the way you, you're supposed to do it in witchcraft, you go you disappear. So that's why they make sure people don't say it like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not so, gonna use that word anymore. I'm terrified. <laughs> that one like so I didn't know like I thought the word was associated to a Native American tribe. I didn't understand or know it's the vast history of it appearing in famous disappearances and deaths. And like, it's not like it's happening in the two thousands where someone can, people can do it as a meme. Like, can they, (laughs) have you seen someone type it after? Like, have you seen them after they typed it? Exactly. (laughs) True. Uh, as we all go disappearing before this episode goes live. Uh, but yeah, I didn't like, how will people know who's going to upload it? (laughs) Uh, That's a good point. Bye. Upload the, Thing and bringing ah, meatballs. meatballs. Oh, meatloaf! Thank you. Fuck, I fucked it up. You said meatballs. Oh, <laughs> meatballs. No. oh no! I'm I'm the I'm the pop culture guy. I I pop culture all the time. Yeah, you know. Uh, I really like culture. that pop culture. American History Story did an episode on it. <laughs> a season. <laughs> it was a whole ass season. Wasn't it only like four episodes? Yeah, I know it was a full ass season. Oh, it I thought they like split it. Don't they, oh, like, split it no, in half no, or some shit? No. I just stopped watching after. How many episodes <laughs> do you think it says in a season? In a season? How many episodes do you think is in the season of a show? Four? I thought it was, like, a whole uh, season. We're talking about anime. Series. Yeah, it's possible. Let me just see. World's End Harem. Rest in peace. <laughs> okay, guys. So the third theory is that, plain and simple, the colonists were murdered. Uh, in 1607, Captain John Smith tried to uncover what happened in Roanoke. He claimed that Chief Poetoan 
told him that he killed the people of the colony to retaliate against them for living with another tribe that refused to ally with him. So it is very possible that this goes back to the assimilation one that they did assimilate and he just went to war with another Native American tribe and killed as many as he could. Uh, By 1609, the story reached England and King James and the Royal Council blamed the chief for the missing colonists. Uh, William Searchy seemed to back up the story, confirming that the slaughter with his investigation and his work, a book that he wrote. uh, And again, it came down to the chief claimed that he ordered the killing because there was a prophecy that he would be conquered and overthrown by people from that area. Uh, Contemporary historians and anthropologists dispute the story because there were never any bodies or evidence found to support the claim. But it did happen over 400 years ago. uh, Or this claim persisted for more than 400 years. Uh, but they were, like I said, never able to find any bones or anything outside of the one mm-hmm. um, body that the main guy found, Sir Walter, found when he arrived. So, yeah. Uh, obviously, that's a very easy one to do. Uh, and it's not like uh, they couldn't throw the body in the rivers. They couldn't have burned the bodies. They could have used the bones fed animals or something with to use. I don't know. They could have done a million things with the bodies for them not to be discovered in mm-hmm. the, what the 500 years since it happened. True, oh, for true. sure. I always wonder too, um, kind of a little bit on a side note. Um, it seems really plausible too. I mean, during that time with not having any form of long distance communication, they could have just simply moved. Yeah. And gotten lost. I mean, all kinds of different things that could have happened. No, definitely, definitely. Uh, there's too there's too many theories, and I I, I think this is one that you'll never actually know the truth. Like just because mm-hmm. we weren't there, and there's right. as much as it's cool to have books and things written by people, it's too hard to know. Like freaking who? Uh, one of the first people to discover America from outside of America thought the island was shrouded in uh, mist and uh, evil creatures. <sighs> that reminds, <laughs> so. me, reminds me of another thing that a coworker said of mine, though. He's like, you know, when it comes to a lot of this stuff, you know, do you ever remember playing telephone in school? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that applies to, you know, quite a few of these situations, I think, in, in some cases. Oh, yeah, a lot of them, definitely, especially older ones. It's mm-hmm. one big game of telephone. Like modern day, obviously, it's easier to document and record and whatnot. But anything prior to 1900s is very prior to newspapers with photographs is very mm. telephony, super unreliable. Uh, the next one is uh, like I told you guys earlier is a very popular theory, uh, and that is cannibalism. Uh, and there's two sides to this coin for cannibalism. Uh, it is believed that either the people of Roanoke were the victims of a cannibalistic Native American tribe, or they resorted to cannibalism in them, themselves because they ran out of food and couldn't grow their own food. Because remember, the uh, governor, uh, Sir Walter, left to go get more supplies before being roped into the Spanish War. For three years. 
for three, three years. years. Yeah. So it's highly possible that they ran out of food and had no way of getting more. That's where the uh, stories of the Wendigo comes from. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know if that's fact. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's definitely, honestly. Um, Super possible if, as well. If there's anything that I believe the most, it's the fact that they ran out of food. So, yeah, you know, they're going to go scouring for food. Who knows who they run into, what happens, whether it's people get picked up and brought into tribes, people get picked off, you know killed whatever the case i mean i'm sure it wasn't just one thing in that particular scenario i'm sure it was quite a mixture you got people conflicting you know ideas people having ideas that are conflicting like some people want to stay and wait others want to go and find food you know mm-hmm. it's definitely a tough situation and uh so like i said it's a two coin two-sided coin theory uh as i said off podcast before there is very little to no evidence that any Native American tribe were cannibalism. Uh, But on the flip side, there is evidence that people from Europe became cannibalists when they uh, ran out of food. In 1609, in the settlement of Jonestown, Virginia, the colony had to resort to cannibalism to stay alive. Uh, So if that is a, like, if that's a like an indication of their culture or their, their like flight or flight response from coming uh-huh. over. It is very reasonable to believe that people who came 10 years, 15 years earlier than them would do the same thing if it came down to it. Right. Uh, On a side note, isn't it kind of weird to think about how like uh, in terms of just like civilization that the uh, British were like, and Europeans were like way more civilized than Native Americans, right? Mm-hmm. Like the original settlers and stuff. And because of that, they had to resort to things like cannibalism because they just didn't have the basic skills to curry, hunt, and mm-hmm. gather, or like know what to gather. Yeah, they had advanced so far so quickly that, that they lost the ability their basic yeah. necessities. Yeah. Like, and it's like, I mean, the same for us, too, right? Like, if we didn't have guns, right? Like, for some reason, you're out, you're trapped, you run out of bullets. A lot of people don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Yeah, a lot of people Not a lot of people don't even know how to, like, handle guns, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, it's the same with us, but, like, it's just crazy that it was, like, that large of a scale even back then Mm -hmm. when they didn't have as much technology and reliance as we did. And that's that's what's crazy about, like, they were advanced enough to have buildings and royalty and this whole nine and advanced enough to create boats that could take these people over. Like they brought over 119 people, uh, but like didn't send over people who could farm and protect and like not very good of a, not very good settlement. Oh uh, yeah. If you hubris, ask me. Dude. It's technology uh, civilization hubris. Like, they're mm-hmm. Neanderthals to us. They're just animals. Blah, blah, blah. True. Uh, the next theory is another one that makes perfect sense. Uh, you have a bunch of new people going to a whole new land, eating new foods, and being exposed to new things. Uh, and they died from good old-fashioned plague and diseases. Uh, which is highly possible. Many people probably got sick on the 
boat ride over. And while I didn't kill them on the way there, it probably uh, manifested and kept spreading in the colony uh, as time went on. And without a doctor or medicine uh, like they would have in England, uh, they they died. So yeah, that one makes perfect sense to me. What do you guys think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it's really, really far from here. that. From, <laughs> it's an apple that doesn't far, fall far from the tree. I mean, definitely mm-hmm. something that could happen. Uh, this one's a fun one. Uh, so we're down to the last three. Uh, the first one is witchcraft. And this one uh, is another two-side uh, involving a colony and uh, other people. The first theory is that the Coatians either executed the colonists as witches, so they thought they were witches, or the colonists were the victims of witches who lived in the North Carolina woods. Uh, The Coatians believed in witches and witchcraft. Uh, Their definition of witches were people who use black magic to commit evil acts in everyday life. Uh, While there is zero evidence that Coatians executed witches or the Coatians accused the people of Roanoke being uh, witches, uh, they were known for condemning dangerous outsiders. So if they saw something uh, that they didn't know or hadn't seen before, they would probably assume that was witchcraft and mm-hmm. uh, would have done something to stop it. Or simply, uh, they could have blamed the people of Roanoke for spreading diseases and called that witchcraft as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the theory that uh, they weren't executed for being witches, but witches came out of the bushes and it got the ass. Yelling, like, Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like a match. So you really have to wonder, though, right? Like, it, it sounds weird, though, right? But you really have to imagine or, like, think about the fact that... Think about how much stuff that was in the world especially during those years that we have no fucking idea about that. Those things were never documented. There was no writing. There was nobody to tell the tale. You know, it's, it's, there's nothing. So to, to even see, like, like you were saying, like Mm -hmm. the ship had it written in the logbook. It was written on a bed, you know, like all these different places that have, that, that are even far away from where this all originated still referencing that same thing i think it's witches uh some people that that have it too like amelia Earhart, uh seems like a really weird yeah. person to have written in or like oh, yeah. an outlaw is really weird like outlaw maybe not as weird because maybe like he heard the stories while he heard it or something bush. yeah but also at the same time like it could just definitely just be a word that uh indians use like back then that was like go fuck yourself you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you, you, you got to wonder, why would they write it then? You know what I mean? Like, like how does it end up in those locations, in those places? Well, him leaving jail kind of makes sense of carving that in, like, for the guards. Like, just go suck a dick. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Right, right. Or uh, maybe it was more of a curse thing, though. True, 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 true. And that's why these people are writing it and disappearing and things like that. Write it down on a piece of paper. And get with me tomorrow. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. But the thing is, is that it's it, that's a, that's a crazy thing, right? It's like it's a curse. But like, why would Amelia Earhart, who was trying to fly over the ocean, you know, mm-hmm. have it in her ha- write, write it write it as like a 
let me just put this here just in case. Like, why why would she want to die? Like, when she's trying to prove something, right? I don't know. That's yeah. the, that's the thing, though, right? But so then they then the, then the the real question is is why would she do it at all? What if it's the name of like a demon that abducts people and we're fucking like every time we say crocodilian or corrosion, he just comes out and like takes a kid or something. Like we're we're fucking up families right now. (laughs) No, like it's interesting. Edgar Allan Poe makes sense. Like, uh, probably doing research for another work that he wanted to do, found it, and then probably got high on some fucking opiate or some shit and wandered off into the bush for three days it came back he was like i did it croatian krakatoan and then died because he was addicted to opiates like none of that is probably factory too i don't know if he did drugs at all but i'm assuming that's like (laughs) you know i i I think there's anything to like really pay attention to though i think it's the interconnected part about the krakatoan um especially like on the ship with the people that disappeared Mm-hmm. Amelia Earhart, Edgar Allan Poe, the guy who slept in the bed that it was written on the bed, I believe you said. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know, like again, there, there's such a, there's such a far distance. So I mean, we again, a lot of civilization, like, you know, there was no media, there was no one to compile information during that time, um, and, you know, and even to this day, today, you know, there could be almost entire civilization still that we don't know about mm-hmm. because they choose to be not known about. Mm-hmm. I, I believe just like you find in the rainforests and uh, Argentina and stuff like that. I, I think there's, there's tribes still in the United States that haven't been found uh, just hiding out in protected woods or something like that. Like, it, I think it's definitely possible, like unlikely, but possible. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I think as time goes on and new technology arises, it becomes less and less unlikely that a drone has accidentally found someone or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. The movie The Village was a uh, fiction fucking words. You know what I'm saying, right? It wasn't yeah, fake. Yeah. It was based off a real story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got two more theories, uh, and then we are uh, done. Uh, so, Alec, you were right. Uh, one of the theories revolves around supernatural and religion religious explanations the native americans believed when the act of cannibalism happened uh the beast called a wendigo uh would take over the bodies and so it is believed one of the theories is believed that all of the people of roanoke the 119 people were turned into wendigos and are still uh going around north carolina today and then the second one is because uh, they also believed in demons, uh, the Croatians did. They believed that there was a reptilian devil of the woods uh, that is an evil spirit that can attach itself to people. Uh, this ma- made people violent, greedy, and paranoid. Uh, the Croatians believed that the reptilian spirit had possessed the settlers once they started to turn on each other after uh, the guy went back to get more supplies. And I think that one, the devil of the woods goes hand in hand with the disease because the plague makes people uh paranoid and delirious so if they saw people suffering from the plague uh that were acting paranoid and showing symptoms of what they believe the reptilian devil of the woods was it would fit into them thinking yeah that's happening we gotta kill them Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's really wild, too, because, I mean, it's almost hard to say that something sounds reasonable, but also yeah, reasonable, but also hard to say something doesn't sound reasonable. Because there's so many different ways that all of these scenarios would be applicable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, there's not really any proof in regards to any of them, so you can't really say one, you know, did and one didn't. But mm-hmm. they are all certainly well thought out and looked at from different perspectives. So it is really interesting to see that, you know. And now, I'm, I would imagine, too, you know, the ones that you picked out are probably all, like, the most looked into, or rather the most uh, people behind it, I guess would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, which is pretty interesting. So the final one is interesting, because uh, it had, at least one of them have been authenticated. Uh, in 1937 to nineteen forty. A series of stones were discovered that supposedly tell the story of what happened to the Roanoke colony. Now, the first stone found in 1937 by tourists was uh, brought to a university and was authenticated. And uh, since then, other people have authenticated, including the Smithsonian. Just the first one. But then in the years to follow, they found 40 more, which have all been deemed to be a hoax. But... The description on the stones had writing on them. That's what made them special. And the inscription was consistent with the phrasing of the time and with the tools that they had. The inscription on the first one uh, stated that John White's daughter, daughter uh, Eleanor Dare, her husband and daughter were dead and asked whoever found the stone to tell her father. The inscription read, Aeneas Dare and Virginia went hence Unto heaven, fifteen ninety one, ain Englishman soul John White gov via. Uh, so basically saying, if you find this, tell my dad that these two people died. And then on the back side of the stone, it reported that only seven of the Roanoke colonists were left alive, and Native Americans murdered the rest. And then it was signed by E W D, which stood for Eleanor White Dare. Hmm. Uh, like I said, forty other seven, forty seven other stones were found. Uh, with different tellings of how she moved into a Native American tribe in Georgia, had married the local chief, had kids, uh, but they were a- angry and a whole bunch of stuff. But like I said, only the first one has uh, been authenticated. It's interesting. That's interesting. Uh... Now, what are the means of authentication, though? Yeah, it, uh, they looked the time and erosion like, dating and yeah, like they they look at they look at the rock like uh, tools they had to use before then would leave certain like imperfections that tools we have today would be hard to replicate and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, the age of the rock itself, uh, where like you said, the inscription wording, where it was found, uh, all those things, letter placement. If like uh, A N Y E Englishman S E S H E W. So for any Englishman C, but how they wrote it is fit to the time that they would say it. 
and like you would have to be a buff like a, a historian buff of early english language to like understand the wording and phrasing and placements to do something like that and so it's 100 percent possible that it was fake uh especially in the 30s when reading and studying was very popular but it was authenticated to be a stone of almost 400 years that had writing that looked like it had been there for 400 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the History Channel documentary detailed the study of the stones by archaeologists uh, who found that the first stone was authentic, but the others were hoax, concluding that they were created with a drill. Yeah. I mean, again, Native Americans attacking uh, does seem like one of the most plausible of all the theories, although it would be hella cool if it was something paranormal, you know what I'm saying? And it also, like, makes you think about it since everyone used, like, all the examples you gave us that had people using it and then disappearing Mm -hmm. or dying soon, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, my new favorite theory is definitely the being a like a curse or something. I think that's just the most interesting one. Uh, most likely disease and probably murder uh, are most likely to have happened. Uh, at least that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, guys, that is the end of the episode. It was a fun one full of learning and speculation and a lot of what ifs. And that's what we're about. So uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning into the podcast today. We appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed. Alec, do you got that shout out for the people? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to everyone that has written out uh, Crocodone and uh, still around to tell the tale. Uh, Please contact us. I would like to talk to you. and if you haven't, try it. I dare you. See what happens. Double dog dare you. My dad did it, and I haven't seen him since. <laughs> uh, and with that, it is the sellout portion of our podcast. As always, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook. Just search Hypothetically Sound. Uh, we have a Tumblr. Uh, we have a YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash Hypothetically Sound. Uh, we do have a hub. Soon. Uh, we got our only... We have OnlyFans where you can watch uh, one of us eat. Uh, you pay $10 and we'll eat whatever food you want us to eat. I also uh, have a personal one. It's $10 an inch. So it's a $3 OnlyFans. It's pretty cheap. Uh, feet picks for $30. Uh, I wine would never you get for charge free. people for <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys very much. People pay you to not show me. <laughs> Oh, no. uh, you can find us on all the podcast sites as always we're on everything uh, thank you guys we appreciate it uh, we had an amazing month of January we're excited for where we're going keep rocking with us leave us some comments and uh, ratings so more people can listen to us did you say uh, you badass feedback no feedback. hold on okay hold on chill hold on. I got, I got, I got a lot in my head dude I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> I, I'm, I got some demons I got some demons he's, uh, he's planning his OnlyFans uh, content <laughs> I, got, I was uh, whew. Whew, I got some demons I'm sorry my bad my bad <laughs>
crocodile, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, see that booty crocodile and go in. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.